listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yesterday I got a call from my dog like 101 said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds. He was sobbing, he was mobbing, we were way belligerent and drunk, talking out his head, philosophizing about what the Lord had done. He said, Kate, I can you pray for me? It's been a fucked up day for me. I know that you annoyed it. Show me how you overcome. He was looking for some closer closure hoping i could get him closer to the spiritual my spirit do no better but i told him i can sugarcoat this the answer for you this is how i feel if somebody kill my son that means somebody getting killed tell me what you do for love loyalty and passion of all the memories collected moments you can never touch i'll wait in front of nigga spot and watch him hit his block i'll catch a nigga leaving service if that's all i got i'll chip a nigga then throw the blower in his lap walk myself to the court like bitch, bitch I, I did, did that. that ain't no black power when your baby killed by a coward i can't even keep the peace don't you fuck with one of ours i'll be murdered in the street it be bodies in the hour ghetto burby on the street paramedics on the dial let somebody touch my mama touch my sister touch my woman touch my daddy touch my niece touch my nephew touch my brother you chip a nigga then throw the blow in this map matter of fact about to see get this for convention call you back hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and okay. we're live on a tuesday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting guys and also yes. a charlotte north carolina primary tuesday yes we voted this morning we did vote this morning we practice what we preach is mm-hmm um it wasn't a lot of people because i guess it wasn't a main one yeah well it's a local elect it's local and it's um democratic primary ah okay now that's actually important in charlotte what a lot of people what a lot of people are going to do which is you know whatever they're going to skip the primaries and they're going to go vote in the open election in November. november the thing about that is we are going the democrat is going to win most all the democrats in the open election just about are going to win so if you're not voting now you're actually fucking yourself for later because if some of these people get in now you don't have a chance like what we're really voting is how democratic do we want to be right and so that's one of the things people don't pay attention to and then when we talk about politics being local all politics is local but when we talk about politics being local being locally involved you know it's a a simple thing to do you know you can your your local newspaper probably has like some stuff on all the candidates i went and looked up all ours you know to check out the competition Mm -hmm. i knew kind of who if you guys listen to the pregame you know me and justin kind of had our ideas about who we wanted to vote for Mm -hmm. but i needed to know the competition yeah you know so we went and looked that up and um i'm telling you it took us like maybe five ten minutes maybe there was like we were the fourth third or fourth person in our polling place right um one of the poll workers it was all black women in our area yes it was it almost always is it was a white dude that takes you to the machine but Mm -hmm. everybody else was black and then there was a black woman that also takes you to the machine Mm -hmm. and um we did have a little bit of beef we saw some poll worker beef in there because one woman was taking too long or she was looking things up the backwards way and the other one was like no baby you look it up faster if you go by the card and then you check this out and she was like uh no she was like well what if he's not in there and he's using the wrong name she was like well i'll find out when i get to the page i'm like ooh, barbara and shirley (laughs) barbara and shirley about to go at it this morning over these over these votes (laughs) the sun ain't even came up yet i know i was like ooh, i don't want none of this beef okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i did my annual tradition well not well however many times we vote that year well uh you know took our selfie i voted yes 
and then i went and got me a pumpkin spice latte because that is the time of year that voting pops up right at the same time of the year so i officially cracked my cherry this morning and said let's spice let's psl this bitch up okay um actually you know what was funny is it wasn't even pumpkin spice this morning um amelie's was trying to talk about they're gonna have it next week because they you know amelie's swear they sophisticated they all y'all sell is coffee and french food latte now i know what y'all trying to do y'all want to be not basic yeah oh we don't do the basics we on some new shit we on lavender right now we on oh no we mm, no y'all fucking with that pumpkin spice no we like maple we doing maple this year nigga put the psl out you know that's what the people want you know you'll get tired of the masking stop fucking with us dog okay we know what the deal is everybody else got it starbucks got it i could have went to einstein but i gave y'all a chance this morning y'all sold me out dog but uh, it was a beautiful latte and everything but come on fam spice that bitch up it's that time of the season it's the reason for the season i don't you know what and i hate to 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 call myself out but i've never had a latte never had a latte Mm -mm, i've had a frappuccino but that's not a latte is it nah we can fix that that ain't shit girl okay i'm not a coffee drinker so Mm -hmm. i was like coffee that's because you let these the internet talk you out of something you know that's what the internet does oh that's for basic bitches well i've never had one so now i want to try to find out and they are scared that you're gonna try and be like this is actually good what the fuck y'all talking about it's real popular because them bitches be everywhere latte 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 i'm like i don't know what that is but it's like something else it's basically like taylor swift you know everybody somehow she's popular as fuck and everybody hates her now how the fuck she moving all these units if everybody hate her a true when you everybody hates somebody guess what happens you don't hear about them because nobody goes to their shit you know chance the rapper had to cancel his tour today so y'all oh. y'all won y'all won congratulations i hope y'all happy proud of yourselves chance the rapper had to cancel his tour and be at home to love his wife uh as he did all on that album and apparently not enough tickets was being sold because mm. people really not feeling him like they was tay tay is out here torn out here with number one records and all that type Selling of stuff shit why we but people don't want you to listen to us so they scared that you gonna fuck around listen and be like actually this shit ain't that bad y'all i don't know what y'all talking about and that's what the fear is with the and pumpkin shake it spice still my jam right they scared of the pumpkin spice because you might try it and be like this is actually pretty good i don't know what the fuck y'all was talking about every time we try some pumpkin spice it's like mm, pumpkin spice pancakes pretty good pumpkin spice cookies is flames oh pumpkin spice waffle pretty good mm, pumpkin spice what was that um wafers was really good all those drinks twinkies how the fuck pumpkin spice come back every year and it's it's selling out and it's everywhere like you can make a whole business model out of it on trader at trader joe's yes you can like i think once a year whenever uh they come out we go in there we literally just a whole basket and nothing but pumpkin. and that's why i don't trust these niggas when y'all ask me right why you don't really trust these online niggas that's why because they're a lot of your face dog don't even don't even be trying the shit they talking about it's nasty when's the last time you had some i never i just that's what everybody else told me i mean at least there's things that people call nasty that everybody's tried like if you don't like candy corn i'll take your word for it because everybody's had candy corn when they was a kid so maybe you didn't fuck with it cool right. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna yuck yum your yuck or whatever the fuck but y'all don't even be trying this little twinkies with psl 
oh but you like them sweet potato pies you lying sons of bitches <laughs> uh all right let's get into the show guys uh trying to think oh wait uh of course uh, you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic give us five star reviews official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport but about bullet ball extreme and don't forget in a couple of weeks september 26th we will be at 8.2.0 pizza bar pizzeria and bar for thrive talk uh for thrive talks podcasting where we're going to be in the charlotte area mm-hmm. from 6 to 8 on september 26th at thrives talks podcasting at 8.2.0 pizzeria and we're going to be on a um panel that'll just be talking about podcasting and shit and if any of our fans are out there hey let us know we'll take a selfie you know do all that stuff and uh you know if not hey that's cool too no stress you Mm -hmm. know i heard they only uh they only had like 50 people last time for whatever event they had before that i feel like we can have some people show up and uh do better than that but Mm -hmm. you know don't don't stress yourself it's a thursday so if you ain't got shit to do on a thursday night come out and hang out with your boy and your girl all right um all right all right i had a couple random thoughts before we start number one yesterday i just randomly was thinking about this i don't know how it happened i can't remember but i was thinking about oh actually i do remember how now when i was talking about mahjong on the show yesterday i in my in my rush to be like to figure out what the name of the game was i almost said chinese checkers but i didn't because i felt like that's probably racist right so i i guess that earworm got in my brain and uh like i said oh i know it's not that and it got in my brain and i kept thinking i kept thinking and i was later that night i was like wait a minute i bet chinese checkers is racist just on its face because that what like do chinese people actually play checkers different in china so i actually hit up twitter you know and said hey y'all just had this random thought chinese checkers sounds racist it do people in china actually play that way or is it just some racist bullshit we made up in america right guess what it is guys some racist bullshit. You'll be sh- oh karen how'd you know mm-hmm. how'd you figure it out karen mm, they probably don't play if they do play something similar to it they don't call it that they don't play chinese checkers over there it's actually a russian game oh that uh that was called something different and then i guess to market it they actually called it originally hop chong checkers oh <gasps> right what mm-hmm yeah uh <laughs> which sounds as racist I don't, right sounds pretty racist and then i guess they that's said that's even up, worse than chi- checkers right turn the racism down turn the racism down like three <laughs> notches and <laughs> let's call it chinese checkers <laughs> we we can't be that blade and turn it down from a seven to a five i don't want to know what all other names, names they, they had came. before Ooh, who knows what other names they came up with i don't know what all, i don't like i feel like they probably had quite a few names right. that came through that's, uh that's the one they settled on Ooh, what, was, what did that list look like lots of slurs were probably Come included on, lots of eyes right but yeah chinese checker is some racist shit that we call chinese checkers but and i don't even know if they still call it that so maybe the kids these days don't even know what the fuck this game is but Mm -hmm. you know if if you're not a kid um and you're um if you're not if you're an adult like me who's been around for a while yeah that shit was racist surprise surprise um yesterday i was uh leaving a restaurant and i 
started feeling like an itch on the left side of my butt cheek mm-hmm. and i realized that a mosquito had bit me on the butt now i don't know how it bit me on the butt when i had on shorts you know my shorts weren't that tight high but um i just don't know how that mosquito knew i get down like that that's all oh, lord it's a freaking mosquito you know took a chance uh and the last thing i <laughs> last thing i thought about was uh shoot your shot i saw a commercial where the kool-aid kid kool-aid man was playing um he was he was playing soccer with some kids mm-hmm uh he's got he surprisingly got some good moves for a guy's size okay i yeah, relate i relate um you know i i i feel the same while i play basketball you know people underestimate me i uh, uh my boy birthday today noah is my boy's birthday and uh he didn't tell me till after the, the day was over but i said i'm glad i got you something i got only three l's and some buckets okay that's right noah don't come up in here on your birthday you know what? it's always my birthday down at the ymca all oh, right Lord. congratulations one year older and you got them lessons and anyway um i was watching the kool-aid man and um he like stopped he was playing goalie stopped the the, the ball like he, he got a block or whatever and then some kool-aid spilled out mm-hmm. and then the kids all danced with him and shit you know mm-hmm. and i was like what team are you on kool-aid man you supposed to be the goalie but whatever okay then i was thinking like yo why why we never see like a trail of ants following kool-aid man because i feel like because he showed his full of sugar and sweet yeah i feel like the kool-aid man would but they find that shit in your cabinet no matter how you better keep that shit sealed if it's a crackle of sugar you're gonna find some ants yeah i I, I really was i mean maybe is white people made this kool-aid man you know maybe Maybe sugar-free kool-aid man you know i don't know but you just never see i also feel like because kool-aid man doesn't have a lid that if you actually like look down inside of kool-aid man it's probably filthy just leaves and shit <laughs> dirt because it be outside oh i know i'm thinking a lot about kool-aid man but i don't know i just i didn't believe it in the in the commercial guys okay i guess i wasn't drinking the kool-aid all right no um all right let's get to the news guys all right all kinds of shit is happening the nra has filed a lawsuit against san francisco over domestic terrorist organization declaration so san francisco recently declared the nra a domestic terrorist organization and on monday the nra filed a lawsuit against san francisco following the city's recent resolution declaring them uh the domestic terrorist organization um i want to know how they're gonna get the money to sue i thought they was broke right the nra filed the document in the u.s district court for the northern district of california which accuses city officials of violating the gun lobby's free speech rights for political reasons and claims that the city is looking to blacklist people who are associated with the nra it goes on to request the court to step in to instruct elected officials that freedom of speech means you cannot silence or punish those with whom you disagree here's the thing they don't people people don't know what second amendment and freedom of speech means do they here's my thing for the ones with the guns they are the biggest fucking crybabies man you have the guns and the bullets what the fuck else do you need go off and shoot your guns around like you want to do like what does it matter if san francisco don't fuck with y'all y'all already won every day there's another mass shooting 
and every day y'all get to keep having your guns right the debate is over like i it's so weird that they're so like you have to fuck with us Mm-mm. like y'all are terrible people get shot y'all don't say shit right like <laughs> black people get shot that are part of your organization y'all don't say shit they're against reasonable gun ownership restrictions like they don't give a fuck about anything except the right for white people to have guns right and they was like you are terrorizing us get the fuck out of here it's ridiculous and i do understand the slippery slope argument of well then that means some conservative city can declare the aclu a terrorist organization or whatever yeah well you know what i guess we'll see you in court because to be real with you i feel like the nra really isn't like these other organizations Mm-mm. they literally are get providing cover for killers so you know we'll see what happens in the courtroom but you know shout out to san francisco for being about that life um what else happened oh man this is so fucked up so previously unknown sources come forward in a new book about harvey weinstein um two years before the allegations of sexual harassment and abuse against harvey weinstein became public his own brother and business partner bob weinstein confronted him pleading with him to get medical treatment for what he described as many years of misbehavior you are brought shame to my to the family and your company through your misbehavior he wrote your reaction was once more to blame the victims or to minimize the behavior the misbehavior in various ways if you think nothing is wrong with your misbehavior so is this in this area then announce it to your wife and family well shit previously the previously unreported letter is reprinted in full in the she said breaking the sexual harassment story that helped ignite the movement a new book by jody cantor and megan tooley two reporters in the new york for the new york times who broke the story of harvey weinstein's alleged misdeeds helping to spark the global me too reckoning the book to be published on tuesday by penguin press sheds new light on the roles that several figures played in enabling mr weinstein to covering up his misdeeds and names key sources who helped reporters break the story including company officials hollywood stars and other victims of the producer's alleged abuse drawing on new reporting and previously undisclosed corporate records emails and text messages she said uncovers more on the extent of mr weinstein's alleged transgressions and the labyrinth of secret settlements and restrictive non-disclosure agreements that allowed mr weinstein and other men in positions of power to conceal their behavior and thrive in their careers in some cases finding new victims mr weinstein who was facing a criminal trial on charges of sexual assault and rape has denied ever having non-consensual sex and pleaded not guilty yeah and this is the thing that i mean it's been a long time ago i hate to bring it back up and uh, i know he listens to the show but this is the thing i used to talk to jl covan about when you talk about like the maybe couple a handful of women that did say you know what if it'll help my career i'll just fuck harvey weinstein to get ahead right like you start concentrating on those women so we can rain down our moral judgment but then you ignore the system that empowers a man like this because let's be frank even if put it this way if there was a point where it was like women all the women who fuck harvey weinstein are choosing to because they think it's gonna help their careers then why the fuck would he need all these people around to to manipulate these women why would he need a power structure signing ndas blackmailing women blacklisting women from the industry that's not a dude who's some type of playboy or women are falling head over heels like the fuck this powerful man that's that's telling you right there that people don't want to fuck you you don't need all those tools if people want to fuck you there's a ton of guys 
in hollywood who get a lot who fuck a lot and we never hear stories about them now i'm not saying this means 100 percent of those guys are on the up and up but still like look say what you want to about how creepy the age difference is but leonardo caprio been fucking the same model of woman for fucking 30 years at this point we don't have any me too stories about them like that's a difference if somebody wants to fuck you then that's it this dude need a whole powerful company behind him so he can be like uh yeah i'm gonna need to uh get rid of this abuse how do we silence these women and they had a fund for this like it's like to me the sad part of the harvey weinstein shit is that only he will go down but i feel like his brother should go down you knew he was at the company y'all didn't do anything to protect these women or nothing to restrict his access to women none of this you know um the people who who like they should make a law where you can't have these type of ndas at a company right it can't be built into this thing where we have to protect the ceo from their own indiscretions and crimes nah that's not okay like 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 no one's above the law you know but and that's how you end up with a guy like him having 50 60 25 35 women as victims as opposed to one because when it was one y'all we need to get like we can get her to sign something we pay her a check all right now harvey you cut it out all right that's enough buddy oh here comes another one all right come on harv come on buddy like that's how the shit happens anyway um the 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 thing that i thought was uh was real fucked up um was uh gloria allred's um daughter lisa bloom y'all i thought it was bad enough when we first heard like she, she was, was representing, representing him. him right and she framed it in the media as well look i'm representing him but it's really about he's trying to rehabilitate himself he recognizes the things he did was wrong and he wants to make amends for this and blah 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 my mom was like bitch the fuck you doing right and so when i saw that i was like okay i I just don't like i guess i guess even a predator like this needs somebody or someone gonna represent him and that's true somebody you you know and if he's really sorry and actually you know um regretful and trying to make amends you you need somebody involved that can help that facilitate that and maybe somebody from the other side of the aisle who's been working with sexual assault survivors and victims of harassment and stuff maybe this person is the person to be like hey here's the best ways to make amends right and then her mama saw that and said if you don't get your ass home and she snatched up out of there like a black mama coming when you didn't fucking up in school she's like i i feel like i feel like gloria already walked up in there her house coat and slippers with her hair roll it rolled up and got got uh got lisa bloom out of homeroom and said if you don't get your motherfucking like a cigarette still hanging out her mouth you don't get your motherfucking ass in this car like that's how i feel she got called out come on she sat down with her but like the fuck is this so the attorney gloria already is one of the most vocal crusaders against sexual harassment and assault privately her firm helped negotiate a settlement that muffled one of mr weinstein's victims in 2004 taking a 40 percent cut the firm has also worked on settlements that silenced the victims of larry nasser and bill o'reilly in an interview for she said already defends her use of confidential settlements arguing that clients are not forced to sign them and ought to prefer them for reasons of privacy i'm gonna be fair i don't have a problem with that we said on the show all the time 
a lot of times you're not getting justice so you take money because it's the only justice you're getting uh, right. i don't have a problem with not one woman that signed an nda Mm-mm. or took a settlement and sadly it does the work of the devil because what what they're hoping for is an excuse to say well if they took this money that's the only thing they were in it for but not everybody's in a position to fight the big monster you know and you don't have want to yeah you don't have millions of dollars for lawyer fees you don't have like that's the problem with these big institutional monsters you don't have the wherewithal to win and you're probably not going to win Mm -hmm. in a criminal case especially when it's your word against their word um they're saying it's consensual so now all your evidence of well we did have sex goes out the window because they're like yes consensual sex and you're like it was sexual assault well you say potato i say potato nobody says potato but okay um and so then um i don't have a problem with Allred doing that like i said but Allred's daughter the lawyer lisa bloom a prominent victim's rights attorney was working behind the scenes with mr weinstein at a rate of 895 dollars an hour which you think i mean it's a lot to us but you would think somebody of that magnitude that's would, not would that much 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 more for for i mean you're for, essentially defending white bill cosby here right um to quash the journalist event wow i think that's the first guys wow i didn't even know i did that but i just did that yeah wow that that is the first time that's ever happened in history of america that a white person was called the white version of a black person take a bow you did it bill cosby equality you did it bill cosby you are the preeminent uh sexual offender that in the in the in america that i can't even compare no white person to you that's that's wild (laughs) anyway so um yeah uh in confidential in a confidential memo mr weinstein to mr weinstein that miss bloom wrote uh in december that she could uh uh i'm sorry which is producing she said that she offered to help him damage the reputation of one of his accusers rose mcgowan and portray her background as a victim's right advocate as an asset i feel equipped to help you against the roses of the world because i have represented so many of them she wrote before laying out a multi-step playbook for how to intimidate accusers or paint them as liars one of miss bloom's suggested tactics for undermining miss mcgowan was we can place an article regarding her becoming increasingly unglued so that when someone googles her this is what pops up and she's discredited now what's funny about this rose mcgowan is a person that's gonna have horrible press because she is horrible at press and she does say a bunch of fucked up crazy shit that that does make people discredit her already so i don't know if she just want a free check like we can uh we can make it sound like she's crazy it's rose mcgowan she sound crazy it don't mean this shit didn't happen right but but yeah we've seen the videos of her going off on black women and getting mad at trans women and shit we've seen her undermine her own point before you know and and get yell and all that stuff so that i don't know what the fuck that was about but the fact that she said not just rose mcgowan the roses of the world as in i can discredit all these women i can make them look crazy i can gas like them you are working on the other side of the aisle what are you doing 
you know what is this shit it's like finding out the next case matthew mcconaughey took in the time to kill was like and now i'm on the Klansman side like what hey yeah you know how i won that last case when i said and imagine that girl was white uh i can do the opposite i can be in the court and say now imagine that little girl was black you win okay just let me know player Mrs. Mrs. Bloom accompanied Mr. Weinstein on a surprise visit to the Times the day before the initial article was published to present journalists with information intended to portray several accusers, including Ashley Judd, the first actress to go on record as unreliable and mentally unstable. Ms. Bloom has said she was crossing sides to work for Weinstein and encouraged him to apologize for his behavior. She later told reporters that she deeply regretted representing him, which she said was a colossal mistake. Mm-mm. You knew what you were doing, baby. Mm-mm you just an ain't shit person just tell the truth and shame the devil dog like that one of all the the shit in this article we know about the rest of them like his attorney david boyes who helped him you know blackball different media outlets all this stuff is old but she stepped into the middle of this knowing he was just completely fucked up and accused of all this different shit <laughs> and then she was out here undermining all these women after her mom and her she went into the family business and her mom i believe is a real one but yeah her mom a real g you know sometimes kids go into the family business because they just can't think of nothing else to do so you know that that's like (laughs) obviously it's not worse than harvey weinstein quote unquote but that's really really bad i like i can't even think of the words for it it's such a treacherous traitorous evil thing to do to these women mm-hmm, it's mean and hateful and you built a whole career off the backs of hey no one represents y'all we'll be the person to represent you we'll get these settlements for you ah, that 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 was just that was tough to read um let's see what else is happening um oh think progress to be archived uh think progress is a website for progressive liberal kind of points of view you know one of those like media outlets that talks about politics and stuff mm-hmm. um and they're kind of on the left side <clears throat> well they're now going to archive all this stuff they're going to stop um producing that much content they're going to fold under the umbrella of their um their owner which is uh i think the center for american progress because their workers tried to unionize and after the union threatened legal options uh they said uh all right then y'all um we got to shut it down the union that has represented workers at the site think progress said on monday that it was exploring legal options against the site's owner the center for american progress just days after the center for american progress shut the progressive news outlets down the writers guild secured an excellent severance package for our members that goes above the requirements of our collective bargaining agreement but in light of new developments uh on the future of think progress we are continuing conversations with cap which is center for american progress the uh, parent company and exploring our legal options said jason gordon the director of communications for the writers guild of america east told the daily beast on monday night gordon would not go into further details but his statement appears to have been prompted by concerns remaining staff at think progress had that the site would no longer function as an editorially independent arm of cap but instead as a sounding board for scholars at the think tank think tank ex-staffers noted that under the new system the union workers who had populated thinkprogress.org with content will be replaced with non-union workers and that part of their actual union contract established editorial independence 
within hours of gordon issuing his statement a spokesman for cap said that they were shelving plans to keep the site running and would instead have it archived the spokesperson also said that cap would be ending the recurring donations feature for think progress supporters which has also been a focal point of contention with union members who believe that those donors should not have been required to opt out of giving their recurring donations the potential for a legal challenge over the man, over the manner in which think progress has been shut down creates additional headaches for leadership at cap uh center for american progress which is the predominant democratic think tank in washington dc and one of the most uh more prominent advocates for unions and union workers and it remains to be seen whether cap's decision to archive the site and end the recurring donor feature will prove satisfactory for think progress alone mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. feelings remain raw over the manner in which the site had been shut down cap officials informed the remaining employees on friday that a month-long search for a new publisher had come up empty and that the website would no longer function as an editorially independent entity going forward the announcement faced blowback uh from several staffers and alum who noted that think progress once on the top uh one of the top news industry uh entities in the progressive ecosystem had experienced budget shortfalls every year of its existence with no threat of closure but in the statement on monday night the cap spokesman reiterated that the current fiscal outlook was far worse than those in the past noting that the budget deficit had expanded from seven hundred thousand to two and a half million so they weren't just uh, they weren't just seven hundred thousand short they were two and a half million short and they had been short every year um uh it sounds like um they had they had been short every year that they had one uh that they budgeted Mm. which is interesting because it said they had experienced budget shortfalls every year with no threat of closure so how are they making money correct and who how are they open who is covering the loss like is this one of those things where you have uh like a a investor somewhere you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i I don't know how that worked like were they or was or they let's see having a shortfall in a future budget provides no proof of financial distress it just means the projected spending however that is calculated is greater than the projected revenue so i don't know it sounds like they were losing money every year and this year they just lost way more than they had lost before throughout an extensive process over many months we were as transparent as possible with the think progress staff the spokesman said in just the last eight years cap and cap af i don't know what that means made made an investment of over 11 million dollars in think progress because of its important work however over several months we worked to find a new publisher and unfortunately we found no one willing to take on think progress at that point we were faced with a choice between shelving the site altogether or finding some productive value and using it with existing staff to hold the current corrupt occupant of the white house accountable we felt that opting for the latter was a greater good given the existential crisis our nation faces and communicated that to staff in our public statements on friday as noted in gordon's statement cap did agree to severance packages beyond what think progress employees who ratified their writers guild of america east contract in july 2016 had negotiated all told the 11 staffers who lost their jobs last week will receive 12 weeks of pay coupled with health insurance coverage throughout through the end of the year so i know the i was thinking about this and i know the first reaction most people are going to have is they just did this to break the union uh you're a leftist organization you don't live up to your principles uh as soon as your workers unionize all of a sudden the shit y'all got excuses and all this now it sounds like this union was there for two or three years so like they sounds like they formed in 2016 um 
it sounds like they went above and beyond on their severance and obviously it's sad to see um a publication that is left leaning closed right but if the model don't make money what do you do because like there like this is that thing when people go this tv show is canceled it's like well if nobody was watching that shit it doesn't matter what boxes it ticked off on the like agendas for you you didn't want to watch it so now you mad that the thing that's not working does like and let's keep it real like the the uh average consumer of media is so selfish and myopic they don't want to pay for anything nothing it doesn't work a lot of times Mm -hmm. you know donors doesn't work on a broad scale like this when you have a lot of people like you need a lot of steady donorship consistently Mm -hmm. to make that shit work and if you're gonna pay your employees and treat them right which everybody advocates you do there's some cost to that that your company's gonna have to divvy up you know there's insurance costs there's a uh, all kinds of uh um benefits and stuff that you want when you want to really take care of people leave uh for maternity and paternity sick leave um you know vacation time like if you really want to have a very progressive workplace in a capitalist system such as america it's gonna be hard you know like you the only thing like and the only reason the shit works on the republican side is mostly because they have big ass people with large pockets that want to see those mm-hmm. propaganda messages mm-hmm. spread even at a loss they don't give a fuck they'll still keep pouring their money in it yeah even to an evil extent Mm-hmm. you know like it, it's i don't know man it's just there's wishful thinking and then there's the truth and i was thinking about this i'm like maybe their heart was in the right place and it just the model didn't work you know if they were losing money every year maybe it just wasn't gonna fucking happen you know i saw somebody make the joke you could pull from other funds like the building funds yeah and now you work in a shitty building not up the code that's probably against some union standards too <laughs> you know like the like the main thing that's gonna come down to is probably like firing motherfuckers which unions ain't gonna let you do that shit you know mm, not easily and even with bernie sanders dog like that motherfucker was union 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 minimum wage blah 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 livable wage and then his people was like now that we got a union we got some problems he was like whoa whoa cut down with this come on with this bullshit like it's not easy it's not you know a lot of the things you know our politicians <clears throat> and the left side promotes they promote everything like it's fucking easy it ain't easy and then there's this whole thing about humanity that gets skipped over which is humans don't want to do all this shit no no they they don't they always skip over that like well we can all agree on no we can't no we actually fucking can't and especially when the people with all the power are the ones that don't agree like the ones with the money and the power in the system are the ones like i don't agree with that shit it's a little bit more of an uphill battle than we talk about we make everything sound so so easy oh we can just get a universal living wage or something okay cool who gonna be the ones that gotta give up the checks somebody gotta pay there's a lot of people like i noticed they do like the you know like in america we shouldn't have you know this and we shouldn't have that no one should go homeless no one should be without food i I agree we have so much surplus and stuff and we all go the rich need to give it up yeah yeah one percent we all go to the one percent yeah but we're still kind of saying the one percent because we want to keep our shit right you know like what if it really came down to like the 50 percent, and now it's your shit you got to give up some of that hey you can get by with one car you and your girl can split a car 
you don't do you really need three bedrooms two bedrooms do you need a house like like you say taxes and shit yeah like that, like, right? it, like a lot of people we want like we just feel like we not the ones that have to give anything up so it's like right. so it's easy to get everybody together but fundamentally once we become the ones that got to give something up we're not with it and i say all that to go back to even these leftist leaning organizations in a lot of in a lot of cases they like yeah y'all motherfuckers now y'all now that we paying you more now that uh advertising revenue has sank because like facebook was a huge revenue model for a lot of these companies put a video on facebook put an ad before it and all and then ad, and then all of a sudden facebook said now nah, we're gonna choke that any ad money now we want the ad money fuck mm-hmm. you upload your shit to our platform first and foremost we're not if you do some work on youtube we ain't giving you shit nope we'll push it down so nobody sees it so i don't know it's like i would love to just be like the good guys versus the bad guys and you know but unless you're gonna have some angel investor billionaire ass people that are like liberals that do what like the Koch brothers do where they're like we billionaires and we old and we just gonna spend all our money trying to make sure republicanism is the the number one goal in america we don't have there is no counterfactual for that mm-hmm. liberal people do stuff like and i don't blame them because you know people like they should spend it on media a lot of times liberal billionaires that have all that money go and spend all that money on fucking homeless people right, other right. other countries they, where people ain't got water and food and shit they out here doing that shit with their money you know like i don't am i gonna tell them that's not good nah you need to bring air america back i'm sorry but fuck them people in africa like i don't know i don't i don't know man i it just it was just sad and it's not just them it's a lot of these websites and i think with the online business pay model and advertising and the fact that we as consumers do not want advertising Mm -mm. none of us wants to pay for our news when you go to a website and it says that's your third free article this month you want to pay the ten dollars how many y'all be like no i don't i guess i won't figure out anything else from the washington post until october how many of us is that how many of us when you get that that ad on youtube ah fuck this video then right a uh, five seconds click oh, i'm off of it you know like we don't want to do that people get hulu they get mad at the ass oh you got another ad well I, ho- I hope you didn't think we had thousands of television shows for five dollars like i hope you didn't think that's right. all it took chances are you're gonna need to see dan mccready for congress about 75 times in order to get through this episode of uh you know inuyasha like that's just what it is so i don't know it made me think about it a lot because i you know i am one of those people that reads like a fucking headline sometimes before we get on the show and i'm like yeah man that's fucked up man y'all gonna shut down because they got a union then i'm like i mean if you can't afford the union what the fuck is what's the difference we don't have infinite money we can't keep operating we can't go two and a half million dollars a year into the red like people must not want this shit as much as as we thought you know so i don't know man i just thought that uh thought that was interesting man uh let's see uh what else do i want to say uh i don't want to talk about anything else uh nah fuck that let's go to uh let's go to fucking with black people yeah yeah i'll save all this stuff for another day (laughs) 
We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those black. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe, we find different articles make us feel fucked with, and then we assign point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody, guys. How'd you know? Yeah, say it with me. Uh, <laughs> next time we have a live show, I know people. Everybody, like that's right. It's everybody again. Mm-hmm. A woman calls the cops. Well, a, a photographer calls the cops on a black mother and accusing her of kidnapping her adopted white son. Did she take a picture of him? I have seen Southside, and it is interesting when black people adopt white kids. For as long as white people have used and continue to use women of color in the care of their children, you would think seeing a black woman with a white child would be something like commonplace. In New York, it is. It still is. But I guess those rules don't apply in North Carolina or in Tennessee. Because when Kia Jones Baldwin was seen with her adopted son, a white a a white woman called the police according to today.com jones baldwin and her husband richardo ricardo got an h in there so i'm gonna say richardo uh were only planning to adopt older children but the couple learned of princeton a baby born to a drug addicted mother princeton weighed just one pound at birth you know that's a tiny baby with the opioid epidemic Mm. it probably is a lot of white babies on the market right now you know it is they are probably giving away white babies like hotcakes come on probably can't can't probably can't give them away fast enough Mm -mm. it's a damn shame but i bet the white baby surplus is off the hook at the the roof adoption agency it's like damn we gotta have to reject some of them look we can't take no more got three more opioid babies oh no here they come and this opioid baby just had a baby damn babies having babies (laughs) um but the couple learned to princeton uh and they went ahead and uh they bonded with them and she said she started visiting at the hospital every day initially they thought princeton they brought princeton to their home as a foster child but last month the couple officially adopted him I wonder what that baby's life gonna be like. He gonna either be the coolest white boy ever, or he gonna grow up and be like a racist. I don't know which it's gonna be. Oh, I hope not. Exactly. Yeah, because you know kids rebel and shit. They do. So like in his teen years, he'll be the all right. You know, hopefully he come back to a good raising. No, mom, you're not my mom. You're not my dad. I wanna go hang out with. I'm gonna go listen to Candace Owens. I'm out. Uh, Jones Baldwin said people stare at her family often. People ask if she's his babysitter yo okay i don't get this mm-hmm. and it's probably because i'm an introvert why are y'all asking people questions anyway it, they do it, it, I, I know they do i just don't it's not i don't believe it i don't get this mentality you know what i do when i see some weird shit out in the public i think to myself that's weird and then i move the fuck on that's it i don't take pictures of them and put them on twitter i don't ask questions of the people it's not my fucking business white woman walk up to me with a white baby you know what i'm gonna say how you doing man uh, excuse me i'm just trying to get out the door over here thank you i'm not gonna become a fucking it's not an interview yeah because white people think they're entitled to everything to know everything <laughs> and they feel like they're entitled to come and ask you questions i just feel like they, just they got the right to i just feel like they walk over to you with one hand on their hip and the other hand kind of pointing at you like mm-hmm clearly explain can you uh I'm already calling 9-1. Uh, go ahead and uh, you might want to clear this up before I hit this last button. 
boop too late police on their way bitch you kidnapped that white baby like what your baby not fighting nothing like that ah uh, uh so yeah uh most shockingly is the fact that on two occasions people are called the police um she told today parents that we were vacationing in tennessee and we went to do an old time to an old time western photo shoot the girl behind the camera would disappear and then come back finally she asked is that your baby i told her he was then she said i just took the picture of this baby with his family two weeks ago bitch you think i stole the baby and then returned to the scene of the crime what what you think i stole a baby and then said the first thing I'm, let's go get some old western pigs taken because that sounds smart when you're a baby thief minutes later the police arrived jones baldwin had to produce a letter showing that princeton was in her custody and that she had permission to travel with him wow you probably carry it now because you're like fuck i don't i don't know what white person gonna think i'm randomly walking around with a goddamn white child and the thing is she adopted this child there are black people who birth white looking children particularly you know light-skinned children you won't have no papers no why why would you fuck you care they're yours yes i've had family members people would would ask them is 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 that your baby are you babysitting no they mind and they look at them like they're goddamn crazy you have an albino baby what you supposed to do right um last then last minutes later she produced that the freedom papers and then they uh let her go last month she pulled outside a man's house because she had a flat tire I knocked on his door to explain why i was on his grass he called the police and said i stole the car and the baby but jones ball was not discouraged she created a facebook page where she shared stories and images of blended multiracial family she told today i don't look at family as blood i look at family as love when princeton came into our lives it came to our hearts love conquers all well good luck man jesus christ dog zero to a hundred karen oh a hundred and 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 the thing is it's always white people not not the black people ain't racist don't get me wrong but we're more accepting we'll be like okay whatever my nigga like like we don't care you know what i'm saying like we'll we are very open yeah i don't i mean you know in charlotte as progressive as the city is you know how many times we fucking be at a restaurant and some white people got a non-white baby with them come on I, that's probably they baby i don't and no don't, don't imagine don't, if i was doo, doo, doo. yeah don't nobody ever question them did you steal that baby Nine one one, uh fire police or uh medic uh i'm gonna need y'all to get the uh, uh y'all need to get child protective services on the phone and, and my thing is this what what do they say and what consequences are there after you have fucking inconvenienced me is all right everybody go fuck you bitch you call the cops on me right oh well i guess we'll finish the fucking shoot now no the fuck we won't okay junior get back in the pictures princeton you ready to take pictures with the racist lady on three smile say bitch one two three bitch like i don't that's yeah that's your cards for me right because then i'm the problem because i showed my ass because you called the cops on me crazy um and you're right people that have black babies that just don't quote unquote look black right what the fuck is that what do you do right because my aunt um one of my aunt uh she uh married a a, a puerto rican my um my uncle julio and uh i remember when they first got married he used to get mad because you know my mom you know old black people they used to call him a white boy he was like i am not white don't you know don't call me white i'm not white y'all like 
it never bothered me because he was just uncle julio to me and whenever they had children uh they got darker as they got older but their boys looked flat white like when they they had curly hair red hair like both of their boys look white as snow we loved them and everything but yeah when you would go out people would look at you and i have another uh cousin uh my cousin uh talita when uh she was younger we used to go out with her and i remember one time we had went to uh primes and well my cousin and uh, the baby's mother wasn't there so i was the only one because you know my mom and them older so i was the only one that looked like i was a birthday quote-unquote birthing age so uh me and this is when Talita was smaller we were sitting there we was eating and all that stuff and it was the older white couple they literally stopped eating their meal and I realized they was looking and you know what the more they looked the more I kissed and hugged on her and she never wouldn't mind I ain't give a fuck I just wanted to know that the shit wouldn't have mattered yeah you know what I like to do though is uh cause I, I hate to say this but I am one of these people that calls police on uh folks with babies um and what i'll do is i don't do it for different races that's racist to me <laughs> i just do it for people who got babies that don't look like them you know i'm like Mm-mm, that ain't your baby oh, and i'm just trying to do them a favor get the police involved do some dna tests figure out what's the truth over here okay you know that she you know mama's baby papa's maybe you never know what's happening over here so i'm just trying to help people sort it out you know i've watched enough maury to know that uh some of these babies out here ain't y'all's okay and you're welcome by the way i just uh, call the police anonymously and i don't ask no questions i just leave mm-mm, mm-mm. police get a call ma'am yeah, so uh, we understand you out here with a baby that don't look like the daddy can we uh we just like to ask some questions right so like you said now i gotta walk around with the baby's freedom papers because i mm-hmm. don't know who the fuck gonna feel like calling the cops on me yeah uh head of charity backed by nfl rock nation apologizes for dreadlock cutting the head of a charity at the center of a new controversy surrounding the collaboration between jay-z's rock nation and the nfl told usa today sports that images of her cutting the dreadlocks off of two black teenagers were posted without much thought and she apologizes for being insensitive the two tweets from the chicago-based crushers club were posted october 2016 they resurfaced friday when some expressed concern that the message was racist the tweets were deleted later friday the crushers club received two hundred thousand dollars from meek mill and rhapsody on behalf of the inspire change initiative inspire change is a platform that includes player coalition run by nfl players that seek social justice reform and support educational opportunities in low-income areas along with the nfl and rock nation hmm that's interesting so they received two hundred thousand dollars from Mike meek mill and rhapsody what does that mean mm-hmm. like they just had a big ass like publisher clearinghouse check or did they like write the check themselves and if that if that's so did they choose this charity hmm out of 500 youth going through our doors i cut two young men's hair because they asked me to and we are a family structure so i did it and didn't really think about it after that crushes club founder sally hazelgrove said in an email i tweeted about it without much thought it's hair but i regret it now and i promise you i will not be doing that again if asked the hatred and accusations this uh from this took me by surprise the backlash has been hard to be honest the images of hazelgrove who is white with scissors in her hands as she announces she's going to cut the dreadlocks off a black teenager going began to circulate hours before the concert by meek miller rhapsody the free concert was the public kickoff of the rock nation nfl partnership announced last month crutcher's club twitter account also used the phrase all lives matter 
a term seen as a critique of the black lives matter campaign against police violence that tweet along with one that asked president trump for his help with gang violence in chicago were also deleted yeah screenshots forever i said that not to take away from black lives matter but to be inclusive of everyone hazelgrove said i never meant to belittle or disrespect anyone i will be more sensitive to what i say moving forward i truly have love for everyone of all races religions and preferences and hate does not live in me i'm so sorry for being insensitive crushers club is based in inglewood one of chicago's most impoverished and violence plagued neighborhoods it uses boxing to help kids uh keep kids off the streets and out of gangs today the nfl's hashtag inspire change social justice group is funding and visiting a nonprofit that wants to cut off the locks of chicago black youth for a better life one twitter user oh this resist programming yo resist programming on twitter i'm not like guys i'm not 100 sure but if we find out that that's a russian bot in like a, a year remember y'all heard it on the blackout tips first what is resist? it's just a it's just a well it's just a uh twitter account that the only thing it tweets is like anti-jay-z anti-nfl propaganda basically Mm -hmm. and it's the one account that everyone keeps retweeting because they make it easy to dunk on jay-z and shit and they all in one spot and they go and get the clips you know and all that stuff um you know i like like i said i'm not saying it's uh fake or anything like that but like the like it feel the whole where the whole account is like against rock nation and the nfl like it's crazy i'm looking at look i'm on this right now uh 30 minutes ago nfl and rock nation partnership double down and gave this maga lady 200,000 knowing all these terrible things hashtag no hashtag wait a minute no hashtag let's think about this hashtag no apology inspire change forever linked to whatever racist backward practices fine uh finds uh crushers club doesn't doing in the future still no reply no apology from rock nation and the nfl crushers club we cut the locks nfl plus rock nation we cut the check she did apologize by the way this was 54 minutes ago it don't matter uh it like this the whole thing is if that's all you do all day yeah you sound like you're not real like it makes me wonder and then like they retweet left sent this which is uh kaepernick's homie i wonder or one of the people like i wonder if uh maybe it's like one of their um like their like you know what i'm saying ghost account or whatever like their second account where they're like this way i can just shit on jay-z and make do this all day long and or oh, it's just weird man yeah it's sound like it's more to that account than meets the eye yeah like I, I wonder if it's like left since this twitter account or something like that i don't know it's all speculation but it's like retweets nessa retweet left retweet kaepernick and then a whole bunch of you know like retweet kenny still for taking a knee if that's a person baby something wrong with you yeah like it's all maybe this kaepernick burner account man maybe we figured yeah, it out no um so yeah and it's i mean it's it's so anyway that account I, I had to mute the account i don't have a problem with the messaging on the account i mean if that's what you want to spend but it's just so many people have just been retweet retweet like you can't anything it says because you know niggas is you know we focused on this jay-z nfl shit right now so everything it said and that was one of the things i realized once i did that i didn't even really give a fuck about the nfl and jay-z and kaepernick Mm-mm. like once i did that i was like oh i was just seeing this retweeted 57 times an hour 
and it was making me think damn this is the biggest story in the world this is all people care about right and it's not i go outside talk i'm at the basketball court i'm hanging around other dudes none of us talking about this Mm -mm. this week was the first time i've talked to a guy outside of social media about kaepernick and jay-z and he was actually pissed at kaepernick and i was like i actually don't care about this love you to death said but i'm gonna be real with you bro i don't give a fuck about any of this shit don't care like either they figure it out or they don't but nobody getting free from fucking the nfl kaepernick or jay-z nobody um a few hours later crusher club posted a video of a man identified as kobe who said he was a team picture picture getting his dreadlocks cut by hazel grove and the photos posted 2016 they cut my hair like three years ago he said uh that's something i wanted to do i was tired of it tired of gang banging tired of messing up nobody cares because what what's gonna happen is people are gonna say you were not in control of that you don't have any autonomy so even though you're telling us with your whole chest like no to me this is what my hair symbolized to everybody else is like well then that's just like that's not your fault baby we're gonna hate this white woman that's that's the agenda at the moment so you don't get a choice to say i wanted to cut your hair off meanwhile in the black community getting your hair cut off um when you're doing fucked up shit is not really this unheard of thing Mm-mm. there's a ton of people that shed that shit like i'm shedding my chains i'm shedding these certain clothes i'm cutting my hair off i'm getting rid of uh mm-hmm. tattoos i'm dressing differently and people will couch it in well that's just respectability yeah or you really did change your life and you and that might require more changes than just you how you look you know like people act like there's no there's no nuance to the entire situation you either like full coon and candace owens or you're like you know kaepernick but in the at the end of the day like there's an in-between here where you know i remember in my house man my dad would be like uh okay now if y'all want to get um you know certain type of hairstyles and you want to take your ass up to the barbershop and pay for it because in my house we get these these and these you know keep you simple son you know we see uh minister society i want three parts of my eyebrow no like and it's only on twitter that we get to this idea like that's never happened no black household and if they do that they a coon my dad ain't no fucking coon so i don't know what to tell you but he also was not letting me get three parts in my eyebrows so i don't know you guys figure that one out you know like it it is like this no in between and unconditional shit if the person does want to do that i don't know what the fuck you say he saved you from a lot of bad pictures yeah so i do think the picture was stupid and triggering for Mm -hmm. a lot of people i don't give a fuck the context of it could be all the things they said probably are in my opinion if that was something that a kid came and told me i wouldn't be bothered by it matter of fact i uh, i don't know how many black kids y'all hang around I, i hang around some when we play basketball i've talked to quite a few kids that felt cutting their hair off was the next move for them mm hmm you know that makes sense um shout out to all the black people who i've heard say in the past you got to cut your hair off if you want to get serious about blank and blank blank and blank and then turn around and act like this was crazy i've seen y'all y'all talked about like i had to cut my hair off when i wanted to get this type of a job i had to you know hey i had to let the cornrows go when it was time hey, i'm out of college time to let this shit go i've seen it we there is this there's this also this part where we conflated with maturity and all this other shit um when you're talking about at-risk youth and gangs and all this shit i if you want to change your look up because you like i'm changing my life up i'm not offended by that me either 
you know so i don't like i don't know it was weird and i think it's just because people are so in on the kaepernick jay-z thing they have to have the same like uniform opinion of this is obviously terrible and there's no good of this and i I don't know i'm just not as passionate about this honestly Mm -hmm. and it's uh, the worst part is finding out it was only two kids and this isn't what that charity does because that's what they were spreading online was this is what this charity does all they do is go around and cut off black kids hair like i'm so sick and tired of having to like go read these fucking articles because motherfuckers really will lie to you on social media get everybody riled up and then when you're like but that's not what they do you know like that's not really a thing like they it's actually about boxing and shit and discipline and all that we a lot of kids get disciplined through that and then the other charity nobody talks about which makes me think that charity must be doing something good that nobody can figure out is what's wrong with it because you know if they could they would have been putting that on blast too um that being said after all of that shit um i still am gonna score this probably like a 50 not because of the picture of the white woman cutting the dress ah, that's the easy way out but you know the all lives matter shit um and the more i think about what has happened here mostly because kaepernick has chosen to remain silent is that whatever movement he considered himself starting um it has moved so far beyond what whatever his comments were because the nfl is not doing activism Mm -mm. they're doing charity right it's not their job to do activism they're not doing activism they're doing charity and everyone is acting like they expect activism from the nfl which i never have so i Mm -mm. so it just didn't catch me up in the way that it caught up a lot of niggas that really were like fully in on like if they don't start doing black lives matter rallies like it's not that was not on the menu and it never was on the menu so i don't have a thing to be outraged or disappointed by i i'm more bothered by the idea that that's the level of comparison that we're having rather than the obvious like okay they gave some money to a charity i hope it's i hope it works out that's all i got for you um and the 50 i'm giving it is for her the the all lives matter tweets and shit like that uh even the one about president trump we need you to help with gang violence is not offensive to me like i get why there's some people that would feel but like they call her the maga woman and shit but he is the president and she and he did talk about you know oh chicago i'm gonna help and we're gonna get he and she believed it because she white so i'm more thinking about the ineptitude of a well-meaning but clueless white woman who is dealing with a lot a largely black at-risk youth uh population that's what bothers me but at the end of the day i ain't in chicago i'm not saving these kids i'm not doing shit so if that is if there's some kids that have some testimonials on how that shit helped save their lives what the fuck i'm gonna tell them no it didn't right well i'm offended by the way it saved their life i i don't give a fuck if the kids ain't being forced to do it and they want to do it and they're learning how to box and it's giving them the discipline and all that shit if that is the case i i have no fucking qualms about it if she seems to be prone to uh correction it wasn't a popular charity it didn't have a lot of twitter push and stuff so that's one of the reasons that uh 
she's just now hearing pushback from what she said years ago right because people went and found the quote-unquote receipts i'm sure when those three-year-old tweets popped up in her feed she was like what right you know so okay cool she being corrected um she sounds clueless enough that she will fuck up again at some point so you know ultimately everybody will get to do this circus again which the next time she makes a mistake or whatever um but yeah i I, like i said i'll give it a 50 but i can't even front i'm not i'm not that bothered by the other parts of this that everyone's outraged but i'm just bothered by those two tweets not even no one tweet the all lives matter tweet uh no it's more than one tweet because there was another one where she talked about you know we need the community to come together with the police and all this shit um you know like we do support our police officers and shit so yeah i and for the record seen black people say that seen black organizations say that but Agreed. that the problem ain't on both sides with this one Mm-mm. you know to me ah you know what that's difficult to say i just you know what it is it's just fuck the cpd that's all i put it that way because uh you know i at the same time i don't know what the police are supposed to do when so many people are killing each other so i, I actually don't know what the right policing is when there's that much crime but at the same time uh we have crime here in charlotte and stuff it doesn't mean you get to roll up on us and kill us so and it doesn't make you right for doing it you know what i mean so yeah i would give it like the 50 on that shit but not the cutting the hair shit karen Hmm. i'd probably give about a 52 because i'm not as outraged as people online i I just don't have that same passion i you know maybe 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 it's just me maybe i'm wrong i'm like okay i mean at the end of the day even though she fucked up she trying to help attempting to help right and at the end of the day i know a lot of black people only want black people to help black people that's not realistic yeah i'm I'm sorry to tell y'all that Mm -hmm. like sometimes white people gotta help black people do it's okay well the thing that's weird too is like um they like the articles try to compare it to like people that were forced to cut their hair like there was a coach that where the referee told a wrestler to cut his hair he had to cut his dreads in the middle of the match that's different yes that is if that if that kid would have walked into the match saying hey cut my hair i would have said well then that's that kid's business i'm not i didn't grow the hair if he want to cut it cool but if if you just fucking yank him out of out of the middle of the match and say if you don't cut your hair you lost then yeah now now it's a totally different fucking equation the charity didn't say cut your hair we won't help you we're not gonna teach you how to box so she my guess is she's a white woman that's clueless and thought she was helping anyway still get a 50 though because they gave two hundred thousand dollars to that charity of all the charities in chicago they could have chosen and whether it's meek mill or rhapsody or the nfl or jay-z i don't really know but y'all motherfuckers chose that charity and and uh you know y'all didn't it sound like there's another reason i think that jay-z deal was a music deal that they tried to turn into act to charity and right. activism sound like people didn't do their research because somebody did their research they're like nope not this one we got to pick another one my yeah nigga. that's that i don't like the more that time passes the more i'm just like okay so it's kind of the worst fears that i had which is that y'all really were like y'all was in the meeting like why y'all bringing up kaepernick what just got to do with him <laughs> like all right uh last uh last one how did four smiling teachers end up posing with a noose here's what they told investigators racism 
you think that's what they told investigators no but that's my conclusion racism they were like racism ma'am keep in mind they're all white women and they're all smiling uh four elementary school teachers what mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm responding to the pic y'all mm-hmm. four elementary school teachers who were placed on leave after a photo of them smiling and holding a news circulated on social media were not motivated by racism and were unaware of the pain and hurt it would cause the palmdale school district community and investigator concluded in a new report i don't believe you we don't know what nooses are apparently we're just here to teach our children history but the actions of the summer wind elementary school teachers in may were ignorant and lack judgment and exhibited a gross disregard for professional decorum in a school setting according to the report released friday the photo sparked a public outcry and the teachers were placed on paid administrative leave while investigators looked into the matter the district also held a town hall meeting to address the community concerns the principal who took the picture on her phone resigned july in july so the principal what how many of y'all thought this was a good idea that is at least five white women going hilarious because someone did have to take the picture and it was the damn principal the first grade teachers told investigators that the photo was meant as a hang in there until summer joke bemoaning that it was almost the end of the school year and that we've reached the end of our rope y'all should have seen the burning cross for wait till you cross the graduation stage come on uh that was the other pictures they didn't put out yet <laughs> you know they also had some blackface pictures for her, uh black history month but i just didn't get those out in time <laughs> if they would have made <laughs> didn't it to get february, them made quick enough yeah they would have made it to february uh the principal and all four teachers uh who remain unnamed in the report said they had no knowledge of the racial hatred the news symbolizes mm-hmm. i don't believe you mm-hmm. i absolutely mm-hmm. believe like, for the record i believe that white woman cutting hair didn't realize how racist that looked i now believe that i don't believe none of you bitches none <laughs> of you now, I'm, I'm fair and open-minded is what i'm trying to say in the last just a story ago i was like it could be a white person and didn't get it when it comes out here um y'all get it when it comes to the news get the fuck out of here one teacher whose family often attends rodeo said her first thought when she saw the news was the wild west upon deeper reflection she thought that someone could be offended by the picture if that person had a family member that committed suicide yeah because we, we yeah not even on their minds the furthest fucking thing from their minds another didn't know what a noose was until texting her husband who responded by sending a link to a web page explaining its significance you teach children the investigator recommended cultural sensitivity training for all the school employees you teach children how oh my god i how can you teach children and not know what the fucking noose is i am disgusted this is offensive period the board is committed to seeing this to the end garcia said that's uh spokesman for the school district this investigation report validates all the ill feelings all the hurt all the pain that the palmdale school district and this community suffered i don't want to say stupid but this is a pretty dumb thing to do according to a 35 page report the really it should have been a paragraph long 
the news was discovered while the four teachers were going through a dusty storage room for items that could they could use in their classrooms it was like a treasure hunt one said as they went through random old stuff like cassette players and decorative grass skirts as well as useful seasonal decorations then one teacher found the noose what is that one of them asked was that for halloween they then began joking about all the work they had still had to do before the end of the school year hanging there until summer they joke we've reached the end of our rope yeah dog i don't believe four of y'all didn't know and the principal and the principal resigned because she fucking knew i don't believe y'all uh, uh dracaris burn the whole school down same oh god and they were smiling all happy and shit <laughs> we're gonna kill him on the ground with this one susan fuck out of here oh my god <sighs> Like, they don't even learn from each other. Other white folks fuck up and they go, well, we're all individuals. Do they have any black students in their classes? Wouldn't surprise me if the answer to that question was no. See, I'm the opposite. I think they probably do. I think they probably do. They responsible for molding young black minds. They got at least a black kid or two in them classes. And between all five of them women, for the principal, no black kids in the school, zero some black kids will come in contact with all these at best clueless women at worst think it's funny to be racist women this is what we got to deal with y'all in america i can't take it <laughs> i i gotta detoxify guys i you know what it's time for some white people news all right <laughs> it's the only thing that's gonna get us through this is white people news and in today's white people news i'm actually gonna give you guys a tr- little treat okay okay because normally when i do the white people news it's white people covering black songs i decided to do a little different guys we taking the song back you know this was for us Got the white people dancing. Do for love. You try everything, but you can't give up. In my world, only you. Let me do for love, girl. What I would not do. Come on, Daniel. From your love, you see. I came back to let you know. Let them know. Got a thing for you, girl, and I can't let go. 
Oh, you did throw that little bitty thing. Put some Lowry's on this shit. <laughs> the Popeye Cajun salt. Mm-hmm. Put some Cajun sparkle on that bitch. Cajun sparkle, my bad. <laughs> Reclaim it. This ain't nothing but soul reparations, y'all. It was always meant to be over here with us. Right? <laughs> That's the, the, the white man who sang it, he comes to the cookout. Oh, uh, Bobby Caldwell coming. Michael McDonald, too. Actually, Mike might fuck with Trump, but he's probably gonna be there. Oh, he's gonna be there. He's gonna be at Candace Owens' table. Oh, and I think he got a white band. Yes! Yes, put them to work for us. Take all the credit crossover don't never cross over to us till today come on oh! mm. we make everything uh, sound better don't we don't we y'all welcome don't, don't say your we. boy don't say your boy don't look out for you y'all better not hit me up on twitter tomorrow don't we without giving me some credit because y'all niggas always let me know when i put y'all through it with these motherfucking covers so y'all next tomorrow i better see my mentions will be oh thank god this is what i'm talking about this is what i want okay if not yeah nigga you gotta have nigg- niggas covering white songs but see them be bops i'm but i'm i might that might be the new move come might on I, I like that might be you know the new we, we put our flavor on everything okay y'all welcome and that could be white people news niggas covering white people songs mm-hmm. he was out there ad-libbing and shit come on all right trump news uh trump administration threatened to fire top noaa employees that's the weather association people if they didn't agree with trump's false hurricane dorian tweet about alabama that's right president sharpie or pussy ass bitch as christy teigen called him uh, i know y'all don't like christy teigen but i don't know why and i don't care it's been too long i've already forgiven her she apologizes over oh uh, <laughs> so she called a pussy ass bitch and i laughed boy y'all petty as hell still holding on to that hate of her she don't really doing nothing but minding her business and being corny i can't believe y'all don't like that woman anyway um she, she he tweeted at john legend and shit and she he didn't at her and you know of course everybody told her and then she she called him a, he called her a foul mouthed wife of uh john legend so she replied that he was a pussy ass bitch Woo! she was like what you gonna do oh man she moving up uh 130 hurricane dorian evacuees were told to get off of a ferry over visa issues and of course the death toll rises in bahamas now in the past all you really needed to come to america from the bahamas i think was identification Mm -hmm. and um there was one more thing that you needed i can't remember what the th- other thing was birth certificate something like that it was something like i don't know if it's like proof of i don't remember what it was but whatever it is that ain't enough no more and so the ferry to because of course it's a disaster area the, the like literally hurricane dorian this powerful hurricane category five squatted over the bahamas for two days 
like the death poll the death toll is going to be ridiculous Seventy thousand people are estimated to be homeless Ooh, that's a lot of people so 130 evacuation evacuees who managed to survive the devastation left behind by the category five hurricane were told to get off of a ferry ferry headed to free uh freeport bahamas to florida from freeport bahamas to florida uh, according to WSVN reporter Brian Enton, before boarding, the evacuees were told that it was okay to board with a Bahamian passport and a clean police record. That's what it is. Clean police record. That's what you gotta have. So the survivors lined up for hours to make their way to the U.S., but when it was time for the ferry to take off, something changed. The ferry crew later told the reporter that they had sent the manifest to U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. They were told that those without visas on the ferry would not be accepted. However, a Customs and Border Pro Protection spokesman told WSVN that the ferry operator did not coordinate the proper evacuation efforts with the American Embassy, the Bahamian government, and the U.S. Agency for International Development. Sure. Meanwhile, three right? Thing- I believe them. I believe them. I believe they sent y'all that list, and they was like, "No niggas." Right, and you know that's what they normally do. Right, and then y'all went, mm, "No thanks." Meanwhile, three CNN reporters who traveled to the island and waited out the storm to conduct thorough news coverage said the damage caused by the storm looks like the aftermath of what you usually see from a war zone they spoke to many residents one in particular who said that his wife drowned right before his eyes howard armstrong who was covered in bruises and said his wife lynn slipped through the flood waters beneath the flood waters in their home as they awaited rescue my poor little wife got hypothermia she was standing on the top of the cabinets until they disintegrated he said i kept with her she just drowned on me he said that he tried to swim to his neighbor's house but when he arrived he found them dead too damn right and what are we concerned with making sure they can't get to america um and make america great again news another toll of donald trump's trade war is that farmers are committing suicide you know the farmers he said he was uh gonna help because they losing their farms and they're being hurt by his trade war with china those farmers yeah apparently because you know probably a lot of them are white and white people can't handle financial stress uh because you know we were born into it unfortunately for a lot of black people um so they can't handle that financial stress and now you got people killing themselves and shit for the big companies not just come and buy and buy and buy they plots of land now with these added tariffs farmers are not getting their credit lines renewed banks are coming in and foreclosing on their farms taking their family living away and it's too much for some of them we have seen a definite increase in suicide rate and depression in farmers in the u.s that makes make america great again that's my president all that shit come on uh republicans to scrap primaries and caucuses as trump challengers cry foul so some of the republicans are the the never trumpers that are still republicans they want to contend and contest his presidency and they want to primary him in 2020 they feel like he's going to lose and all this other shit or they just they want the power for themselves or they're just fed up with him or whatever and um yeah his own party is like man we're cool with this we actually support trump yep you have several states that were like uh we're not even going to allow you to be on the ballot to actually they was like no some states are like we're not even gonna allow you to put your name in the hat and lastly um i mean well this one's a obvious one but trump insisted that he was right saying that hurricane dorian was heading to alabama even though it never went to alabama mm-hmm. ended up hitting canada mm-hmm. at some point um the facts Don't what matter. would that what would that matter to donald trump 
he didn't need them to get elected and not gonna need them in office he just makes up his own facts and we gotta deal with that shit all right let's go into the lighter whiter news guys that's what we really came here for all right what are white people talking about now revised california vaccine bill would revoke exemptions from infamous anti-vax docs uh and by doc i mean doctor not documentary um so apparently uh both of the bills have been signed into law sb 276 and sb 714 uh by governor gavin newsom so what happened is hundreds of dubious medical exemptions handed out by california's infamous anti-vaccine pediatrician dr robert sears would be revoked under fresh amendments to a state bill designed to boost vaccination rates the bill's author state senator richard pan democrat sacramento came to an agreement on the amendments late last week with governor newsom uh the bill aims to crack down on the bogus medical exemptions which surged in the wake of the state's 2015 law eliminating vaccine exemptions based on personal and religious beliefs so then they said okay we'll get medical exemptions for our kids and there was a doctor who literally was just giving them out hundreds of them just just to keep people from having to vaccine vaccinate their kids and so they had to pass a bill that says no not this nigga (laughs) anybody else like like i'm pretty sure anybody else they're like okay you you actually doing it but you just like like you just signing permission slips the fuck is this and we having these fucking outbreaks and bringing old diseases back that was with the dinosaurs and shit no white people crazy as hell right because a lot of the outbreaks be be in their fucking area it be them like you know how crazy that is y'all was really gonna just let like like risk the whole population lying at the doctor like it's a medical weed exemption and shit like oh, i want some weed for my kid like what anyway thank god some white some sensible white people came to their senses and said it was like my white kid ain't gonna die because you want to be stupid i actually love my child right uh next article a competitive high school swimmer loses a victory after she won the race all because of the fit of her swimsuit breckless is one of the fastest racers in the entire state her disqualification during a meet friday has let's give a chance to load guys i'm Mm -hmm. trying to share it with y'all which means of course it's gonna start slowing down which is uh how we like it here at the blackout tips we don't like when articles just load and start auto no sorry let's take our sweet ass time okay guys matter of fact let me pause it while i load some more um but yeah you heard right she's a swimmer that got disqualified because the swimming suit was too small we'll get into more details but rocked alaska's swimming community channel bad. 2 investigative reporter jill burke has more on the story tonight jill mike and rebecca the anchorage school district says it's looking into whether the ref's call was reasonable meanwhile brecken is looking to get past an issue that's raising questions about body shaming and sexism there have been a lot of victories in 17 year old brecken willis's swimming career The student-athlete, now a senior at Diamond High School, along with her younger sister, a sophomore, has worked hard to make it happen. We're talking about two high schoolers, and this is their commitment, their consistency. For the last three years, have been in this weight room just working their hearts out to get stronger. Week after week, trainer Dwayne Ingram has watched the girls get stronger and faster. They're just an inspiration 
that should be celebrated and applauded, not rebuked. Brecken's disqualification after a victory fright garnered swift backlash from swimmers and coaches. The perception is that a victory was stolen unnecessarily. Lauren Langford coaches the West High team and is herself a swimmer. This is cut up very high on the buttocks. Mm -hmm. These are all suits marketed for adults. She told KTUU rules about attire aren't working. Before these suits even get on an athlete's body, the cut of them is not in compliance with the modesty rule. Langford's point, the high cut at the hips and angled V of many suits backsides aren't the correct shape to meet regulation guidelines. Shown here, National Federation of High School Sports Association's illustration of proper and improper fit. The so-called modesty rule requires breasts, genitals, and buttocks to be covered. What we're attempting to do is try to define the parameters of a problem that, quite frankly, has been brought to us by adults who are uncomfortable being on deck with young men and young ladies who are not appropriately covered. But it does not state that coverage of the buttocks needs to be full coverage. That's that's something that we have gotten carried away with, and if we're going to police this rule, if it's covered, if it's not a thong or a G-string, then it's in compliance. The referee who made the call and Diamond's swim coach did not return our calls. Monday afternoon, the Anchorage School District said it was looking into the situation and confirmed Brecken was wearing the approved school-issued suit during the race. The rest of her team was wearing the same uniform, and she was the only one disqualified. It is my opinion she has been targeted and singled out over the course of the last year. ASD has called the incident a difference of opinion. Referees have some discretion in calls they make, but Langford said maybe too much especially when people supporting the referee's decision are saying things like this. That the girls have done this on purpose, that they were warned, that they got what they deserved, that they had what, what was coming to them. That, that's pretty hard to swallow for a teenager. And I, I've, I've heard that that has affected them. Langford wants the sisters to know they're not alone and that the focus of attention should be their athleticism, not their attire. And the Alaska School Athletics Association, which oversees the implementation of the national rules, told us it encourages officials to give the benefit of the doubt to the athlete. Brecken's mom is angry things have gotten to this point, that what should be a conversation about performance and skill has somehow become sexualized. She wants the disqualification overturned, her daughter's victory reclaimed, and the referee who made the call off the deck. Yeah, goddamn right. Yep. And it's all because we can't deal with the fact that uh, a little girl, or she's 17, she's going into a woman's body. Maybe puberty hit her a little harder, a little faster than other women, other girls. Um, But now the sport that she's excelled at, that she's dedicated all this time to, the improvement she's done in the gym and all this shit, now her body reminds us of sex. So it doesn't matter. All that shit goes out the window. Yeah, now we as adults can't handle looking at your body so uh you no longer get to be a little girl like what the fuck was she supposed to do literally wearing the same uniform does she have to get a special uniform is that a new thing now school's gonna have to have a uh ma'am uh you uh sorry but your breasts are coming in a little bit your butt's coming in uh we're gonna need to go ahead get you another uniform because we can't stop staring at that thing girl congratulations but also uh disqualified you know like what is this 
i 100 percent agree with the mama fuck you and the whole like um they're doing this on purpose what does that mean what does it mean what is it what does that mean the whole squad my thing the am whole, i out there in a fucking thong dog that's am thing. i also beating everybody's ass on purpose am i finishing first in purpose too mm-hmm. yeah sound like that part like, of it because like let me jealous. tell you something if i just wanted to see people let people see my ass in the thong or a tiny bikini or a small skirt or whatever the fuck i can just do that on instagram i don't need a fucking tryout for the school after like if that if it was all about i just want to show my ass to as many people as possible well girl there's a motherfucking uh social media out there for your ass right now you know that's not what this is about it's disgusting uh let's see what else we got here guys white people news uh felicity huffman tells a judge she just wanted her daughter to have a fair shot Felicity Huffman told a judge on Friday that she arranged to cheat on her daughter's SAT exam out of a misguided belief that she was giving her daughter a fair shot at college acceptance. Go directly to jail. That supremacy so good. Karen, I'm prison abolitionist. I don't think she should go to jail. Mm-mm, I'm not. I think Lock her up. No Lock one, her up. No one should go to jail for anything ever. Lock her up. Huffman pleaded guilty in April to paying $15,000 to consult Rick Singer in order to boost her daughter's SAT result as part of a much broader federal probe into corruption and college admissions. She's due to be sentenced next Friday in Boston. Uh, federal prosecutors had initially sought a term of at least four months in prison, but in a submission to the court on Friday, they lowered it to just one month. <clears throat> one month. Huffman's defense is asking that she be sentenced to probation and community service. And so that ain't won't do goddamn 30 days? the prosecution argued in a sentencing memo that one month sentence is warranted because huffman clearly knew she was committing a crime heifers were driven by <laughs> so good oh it must be so good to be white I oh god it's gotta be the best oh i know they wouldn't trade that shit for nothing in the world can you, you imagine know they would they looked they were like no nigga i would never trade for your black ass life you commit a federal like conspiracy like a racketeering type crime and you was over here quibbling like man 30 days though judge like 30 whole days i don't know man like can you just put me on house arrest in my dope ass mansion like come on dog okay community service all right i'll do some probation you know what i'm saying i do some hollywood community service i go around you know try to help my help my rich folks that i that i in my community you know try to help each other meanwhile you got black and brown people in jail for looking looking at all was wrong damn this guy be so good i just want to hit it like cocaine just one time just oh white privilege real quick oh mm-hmm. just just let me try it but i know i'll never that, come back it's probably high, like crack that that's a high you will never want to come down from right my son just once just to know what it feels like to tell a police officer and i don't know why the fuck you pulled me over son of a bitch just once just one time you know i don't want to do it every time i just want to just just take a quick hit just oh just mm, just one time oh god must be so great man mm. keep in mind this Hell the white drug. the white racism and supremacy that happens and by the way felicity huffman is one of the quote-unquote good ones for the record y'all like a lot of people don't know this but she's one of the people that fights for pay equality for her uh, minority and people of color act uh, co-stars so this is one of the good ones y'all this is the best this is the best of the crowd of whites okay this is premium whiteness we talking about here okay 
this is a white liberal like let me help this my brothers and sisters out cocaine white okay we're talking top of the line fine china okay <laughs> and at the same time in her private life the the paranoia that comes with being white have fed white supremacy a died of white supremacy your whole life she really sitting around like you know my rich white daughter is just not gonna get a fair shot when it comes to getting to college I, i'm gonna have to rig the system you know these blacks and asian they just got too much they just gotta do something ain't no affirmative action for white girls i gotta figure it out guys i don't know gotta sweeten the pot a little bit her efforts weren't driven by a need of desperation but by a sense of entitlement or at least moral cluelessness facilitated by wealth and insularity the prosecution wrote millions of parents send their kids to college every year all of them care as much as she does about their children's fortunes but they don't buy fake sat scores and joke about it along the way oh yeah the jokes too Mm-hmm. so uh yeah she said that her actions were motivated by her insecurity as a mother and her concern that her daughter's learning disabilities would prevent her from attending college to study acting i honestly didn't and don't care about my daughter going to a prestigious college she wrote i just wanted to give her a shot at being considered for a program where her acting talents would be the deciding well, factor you could aim lower girl if you don't take her down to cpcc and get the fuck out of my face Come on. Huffman and Singer told her that her daughter's scores would be too low to get into college and suggested that she allow him to have a proctor correct the girl's answers. She said she was initially shocked that such an arrangement existed and thought about it for six weeks. So you knew it was wrong. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, white lady. I, I know you're a good white person and all this type of shit. I said, baby, we rich. You want to do something else with your life? It's going to be funny as fuck when she get that... Uh, <laughs> i don't want to be on twitter when she get probation and uh community service i don't want to be on there so that's exactly what they're gonna give up niggas are fun they gonna go ham Ooh. oh they're gonna be like for the ticket tax shit we get locked up for forever ever ever even that russian bot resist programming might switch might. over might switch over to felicity huffman for just one day just, just temporarily then so, be then be back on on cap and jay-z yeah like oh man maga felicity huffman he go, it's gonna tie to Jay-Z somehow. Yes, it is! Jay-Z and the NFL support Felicity Huffman getting one month in prison. Felicity Huffman gave money to the charity that was, that had that white woman cutting that black baby hair. They gonna superimpose Felicity Huffman face on that white woman. You know what it is? Like she was there? <laughs> yeah, who would think a rich white woman? <laughs> who would think of a rich white woman? First they came for the rich white woman. The rich famous white woman. And I said nothing uh sarah palin speaking of rich white women is getting divorced okay uh apparently todd palin 55 asked to dissolve the marriage citing the incompatibility of temperament between the parties such as they that they find it impossible to live together a husband and wife and maybe because they're not posted everywhere no more making all this money i don't know that might have something to do you know she was cash cow for a hot minute i don't i don't know nothing about them really you know i know they had some white trash fights up there mm-hmm. their daughter got pregnant they she got two kids Mm-hmm. um and then they you know i don't know well, i guess ty had enough mm-hmm. no more reality shows yeah well you know the good news for the rest of us out here is that uh hopefully this signals the return of lisa and to the porn game am i right y'all come on it ain't all bad news all right hopefully our girl lisa ann 
can get up off of the bench and go ahead and uh return to her character all right ain't she, she the one uh, who said she look out her window and see russia china so yeah, well that's not exactly what she said tina Fey said that but whatever close enough i don't care <laughs> i just want lisa ann to get get back to work okay she's been retired for too long you know she's trying to do some things for herself some of these big companies need to give her a shot okay nailing palin too need to let's bring it <laughs> back go get that one nigga that played barack obama bring him back too okay uh no trump we just gonna pretend that in this world that never happened nope wardrobe malfunction jessica power leaves very little to the imagination guys okay oh shit now i don't know jessica power did a ref tell her her outfit was was she got unqualified too disqualified uh she flaunts her derriere in a sheer pair of pants and flashes under boob in a skimpy top at a gold coast nightclub i'm so sick of them calling it wardrobe malfunction when it's just oh, somebody she- not wearing no clothes yeah she called them what are we talking about here mm-hmm. oh but, no no she meant to wear that and that's actually i actually like the it's only thing. a malfunction if i see some titties okay like unless some some of the clothes don't work and it's like oh titties in this article then oh it's no just, this is not a malfunction no 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 yeah no, no. <clears throat> but she, um yeah the way that is is almost like she got a titty strap down jessica power and if you guys are wondering what she looks like imagine her middle name is white power okay so jessica white power has never been shy when it comes to showing off her impressive physique but on saturday the former married at first sight villain may have revealed more than she bargained for as she headed out to the lux runway at the yacht club on gold coast for a hosting gig whatever this ain't no mistake she actually paused for y'all to snap this shot what are we talking about well i guess maybe later in the article they got some some like a titty flipped out but i'm like at the same time this is not that in this outfit that's not even a wardrobe malfunction Mm-mm. that's a just a titty busting free because you really left no room there's zero margin of error in yes, this outfit yes the, the titty won the fight between the titties won the fight between the the, the shirt and, and yeah. the titties the titties were like i win bend over to pick up your purse everybody's seeing pussy like that's what you bargained for when you put this on leaving another almost nothing to the imagination she busted out a skimpy white top that revealed serious eye full of under boob as a serious eye fool guys mm-hmm. as if that wasn't outrageous enough the reality tv villain dared to bear her barrier uh, uh, barrier oh know. oh so these like see-through pants oh mm-hmm. i was trying to figure out what the fuck was happening with them pants with the g-string in the back she was far shy in the from shy in the x-rated ensemble with the reality tv villain uh proudly strutting her stuff outside the venue before heading into the start uh to start hosting oh she definitely called a paparazzi so oh, she, so she just put on some yoga pants that see through. I guess you can call them that. So I don't know what what yoga you gonna be doing in these. Since uh, shooting uh, to fame on Married at First Sight this year, the blonde bombshell has made a small fortune through paid appearances and sponsored Instagram posts. Well, that's smart. It's a good way to make it. Uh, I'm doing appearances and endorsements. She boasted in an interview with Harold Sun back in June. But what I would like to do in the long term is have an events company. I have I was an executive assistant at a mining company. I have a business diploma. I'm so much more than what people think I am from the show. I have a brain. Oh, is this the male is this the wardrobe malfunction? Mm-hmm. Uh she's currently single, ready to mingle, uh following her shock split from fellow math star Nick Furphy. Furphy? Yeah, she called him and said, Follow me. Is Furby a name? Mm-hmm. Re- recent rumors have swirled that the bombshell gave Nick the boot so she could star in the upcoming season of Love Island, 
with the show due to begin production in the coming weeks contestants maybe must be free and single by the time they get out the villa to the villa okay i guess that's another straight people fucking around with love uh show so, right <laughs> interestingly jessica is also started following the official love island instagram account on tuesday two days after confirming our split oh okay oh wow she put the whole cakes out in this mm-hmm. last picture mm-hmm. never got to a wardrobe malfunction did we no because she meant to do that picture too and it looked like if this is her instagram she none of this is a malfunction Mm-mm. she wasn't trying to hide nothing properly like she just upset that instagram doesn't allow you to throw your nipples on there oh you know she highly upset about that yeah she like damn i gotta I can't trap him like this uh ronnie ortiz migro and jen harley are reportedly over again okay yeah you know who we talking about karen ronnie from jersey shore oh okay that one okay yeah mm-hmm. apparently him and his girlfriend wife mother of his kids i don't that's why i was like who i don't know jim tan breakup ronnie ortiz magro and jen hartley have reportedly called it quits again after she accused the jersey shore star of spending time on a boat with another woman over the holiday weekend or as i like to call it the carmelo anthony harley yeah harley 31 made the allegations via now deleted instagram stories is this love or is this a mistake she captioned a now deleted photo of what appeared to be ortiz magro 33 and a woman on a boat this is ron this weekend with another girl again she wrote in an instagram story she continued the roundup by posting a quote from shelly lewis about addiction addiction not only hurts the addict it hurts the family kids friends and the people who try to help them ortiz magro completed a 30-day stay treatment and for depression and alcohol abuse earlier this year and said on a recent episode of jersey shore family vacation that he feels really good yo man in a way it's like mtv fucked those kids over forever like they was literally like there was reality shows but with them it it was like to another level that most people had never seen before it was one of the first times that we really saw like the the a show where the whole point was let's get these people drunk the whole point take them take tvs away you separate them we just like before there's always like a guise of like and then we got want y'all to run a business or then you right. got to get a job right. and then you're gonna, the, you're gonna compete in like competitions like the whole point of the show is like, like let's get party. some italian kids from the jersey shore like let's give them alcohol poisoning like that's the show <laughs> we got a show guys turn the cameras on and yeah there's gotta be some fucking long lasting effects to seasons of doing that um you know and like extending that way past like even you know an age where like okay maybe you're a shitty person that does that till you're 25 now these motherfuckers are grown as fucking y'all you know and like this all they got is i get drunk on tv for a living Mm -hmm. and so it's like oh this person's dealing with depression alcohol addiction and stuff it's like well yeah Yeah, that would fuck you that was the show watch these meatheads fight you know she in her instagram story by going after both mtv and ortiz magro by ortiz i never knew ronnie was kind of is he kind of mexican mm-hmm. ortiz uh i'm the one bullied and abused by everyone just because i don't post the things that happen to me doesn't mean it doesn't happen isn't it weird you never hear my side because i don't need to tell it a source told people that they are indeed broken up she's moved out of the house ron wants to focus on his daughter and her well-being the couple who share a one-year-old daughter ariana sky 
you know she had it for the pole with that name have had a rocky relationship from the start sky high on the pole come on she gonna be cam girling in no time no need for alias their romance has been notoriously on again off again with harley most recently being arrested in may for allegedly attacking magro during an argument on new year's eve at a las vegas club well they do let be fighting and yeah they do be fighting and that stuff isn't just for on the camera man Mm-mm. so all right where you guys go that's what's going on in the jersey shore guys jam tan and divorce um let's see should i do another one uh, uh jeremy renner had to cancel his official app you know who you that know is app? but you do know who he is yes okay hawkeye yep okay uh his life has turned into a black mirror episode of his own making the man for whom black widow sacrificed herself before sacrificing her off-screen counterpart to the capricious god of cancel culture has suffered a tremendous loss on wednesday the oscar nominated actor announced that he was deleting his app jeremy renner official which allowed renner stands called rennies everybody, everybody got stands everybody got them everybody got stands wow mm-hmm. what are our stands called i don't tippers. know oh tippers that's yeah. right i just hope the tip the tippers are ready to uh have our back whenever somebody wants to have some problems with us okay y'all get on there and start attacking folks and i want i want y'all doxing them i want i do not approve want, of this no i want death threats okay Mm-mm. um any anything anything goes when it comes to defending me and karen okay guys i do not approve of this i want i want to see people you know get harmed okay Mm-mm. you catch somebody that got a problem with us out in the streets you got our permission to throw acid right on their face no you do not okay <laughs> we need a hive okay Mm-mm. if you you see a video Mm-mm. of me and karen out somewhere and a white woman lean over to get my drink order y'all know what time it is okay we ain't like beyonce we want them people off the face of the planet no we do not i do not approve of this message go on their instagram and post dollar bills or something receipts i don't know receipts what. just 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 post random random receipts from restaurants post receipt there's ever a receipt emoji post receipts yes just post receipts receipt emojis and then just tell them to kill themselves and stuff okay just just, just post the just post the tip line <laughs> just uh, the tip and just write a hundred dollars receipts and pens next to a pen emoji Come on. <laughs> <laughs> let them know you're serious okay the tip hive is out here we were ready to get it get it popping okay we trying to give y'all some gratuities okay uh a mitigated access to their favorite celebrity celeb social content as well as exclusive content like photos and music um he which he makes some himself in his aesthetically beguiling goodbye message beguiling goodbye message renner said that the app was shutting down because of trolls who ran rampant on it impersonating him and other users how the app has jumped the shark literally he wrote <laughs> the app has jumped the shark literally that's like somebody impersonating jack on twitter how's that possible y'all didn't think of that immediately like no we can't have that the app has jumped the shark literally he wrote which is literally a thing he would like to see okay due to clever individuals that were able to manipulate ways to impersonate me and others within the app i have asked escapex the company that runs the app to shut it down immediately and refund anyone who has purchased any stars over the last 90 days the stars he's referring to is a ranking system that allows fans to complete compete to be the biggest renter fan on the site users can up their chances by purchasing stars 
what was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that is everything i detest and can't or won't condone render continue my sincerest apologies for this to have not turned out the way it was intended how many black people y'all think was on this site zero Renner originally launched the app in May 2017. Within a year, it was already flooded with trolls, controversial opinions, and warring factions. <laughs> As an exhaustive Ringer article noted, there were some key red flags, including a relaunch that wiped previous comments, an Avenger set visit contest that fans thought was rigged, and of course, trolls and online bullying. Someone pretended to be Casey Anthony. <laughs> Come on, man. Enterprise and Dance reporter Stephen Heck, Stefan Heck, Stefan Heck realized how quickly he could break the app by writing the word porno in a post. All signs pointed to an untimely end for Jeremy Renner, the official. Renner's assured, assured fans that he will still be on social platforms like Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Oh, thank God. We were so worried. What were we gonna do without you? We all been waiting to see what he would say. That would be Renner. All I'm waiting for is your, uh, Marvel spinoff you doing with your daughter. There will be more Renner content, Renner writes, and if that's not enough, I hear he also makes movies. Mm, I'm a, I'll be around for the movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeremy, wait, you gonna be around for the movies? Mm-hmm. All the Jeremy Renner movies. Okay, no, didn't know you was a Renner right. Okay, all of them. Mm-mm. Only Marvel associated <laughs> movies. Oh, okay. Let me make this crystal clear. Okay, all right, I get it. I get it, Karen. All right. Um, uh, here's another one. Supergirl co-stars melissa benoist and or is it benoist and chris wood are married oh yeah you know we watch supergirl we do uh so i know you know who that white woman is i do that's supergirl yeah that's kara um she is married to the dude who plays uh cal l or not cal l what's the dude monel Mine, oh, okay oh so they got married in real life they got married in real life oh that's sweet yep they married on sunday at a private estate in ojai california it was a beautiful setting for a wedding very peaceful and quiet the vows were brief and lasted about 15 minutes there were lots of cheering and applause as it ended wood 31 and benowitz 30 wow an age-appropriate wedding you never see those in hollywood Mm-mm. announced their engagement on social media in february her ring designed by jennifer meyer is worth estimated to be worth a hundred thousand dollars oh oh she is superwoman the cw be paying like that yeah she's been doing that show for a hot minute i didn't know he was getting that though karen um, i mean if he bought that ring a hundred k on cw checks he may have saved saved up for it i know might I have to say say free paychecks i mean that's like but how much is a cw supergirl check mm, must be nice he's rich he is rich what he's got his own money and baby when i tell you he's got his own money i mean the boy has got his own money you did it this time you hit the jackpot the couple first met while working on supergirl in 2016 and reportedly started dating in 2017 benoist was previously married to her glee co-star blake jenner they split in 2016 and their divorce was finalized in 2017 i didn't even know she was married before Mm-mm. reps for benoist and wood didn't would not immediately get back to uh page six oh, i'm happy for them me too man they make a pretty couple they do i don't blame you know that's what's up man i'm enjoying this white people news mm-hmm. I, I feel so much more relaxed what? i feel better the way we started this show oh i'm gonna keep going let's do some more everybody get a hundred you know what else is happening guys you know linda hamilton 
mm-hmm. superwoman um, oh, wrong one person i think you know linda hamilton as uh sarah connor from the terminator franchise oh my bad my bad the original sarah connor uh she used to uh, be married to james uh cameron i believe mm-hmm. well she hasn't had sex for over a decade oh i know okay feminist icon i've been selling y'all watch y'all watch you come in that movie and whoop ass i can't All wait pent up energy she can't gonna, wait to see the new terminator she gonna be fucking shit up she gonna be taking out years of of just frustration on them terminators i've been celibate for at least 15 years one loses track because it just doesn't matter or at least it doesn't matter to me terminator star 62 said in a recent new york times interview i have a very romantic relationship with my world every day and the people who are in it hamilton was married to her first husband bruce abbott from 1982 to 89 she wed director james cameron in 1997 and divorced him two years later and though the actress has turned to a new chapter it hasn't been without pulling the page from the past reprising her role as sarah connor in the terminator franchise with this year's installment dark fate i'm so glad she back hamilton disclosed that she was wary about taking on on another blockbuster that was my hesitation do i want to trade this lovely authentic life for that i didn't want about my neighbors looking at me differently we're neighbors because of who we are not what we do and i don't want to them that to creep into my life again hamilton starred in 1984's terminator and 1991's terminator 2 judgment day both films are directed by uh james cameron you know what i find interesting about this is that it low-key this the the like boldest humble brag i've ever heard in my life because she literally was like i don't do movies because they always become blockbusters and i'm just like don't want things to change guys okay i want my neighbors to look at me the same when we at the farmer's market right i will do your terminator movie but let's not make a big thing of this and an iconic blockbuster movie again let's just try to keep it all within perspective all right everyone i will be at the apocalypse susan uh bad news for forever 21 home of white people's clothing they're set to file for bankruptcy oh 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 okay uh i haven't been in forever 21 in forever boom <laughs> that's when we get paid the big bucks over here guys the blackout tips boom boom, boom. that's right boom bang who is so, shopping at forever 21 over 21 um well i don't know i guess not enough people Karen. that's the point mm-hmm. they're not, filing for chapter not, 11 bankruptcy not not even enough people under 21 apparently uh yeah so the goal is to create a re- reorganize an often smaller company nah, nah, nah. so yeah because a lot of, a lot of that stuff was not expensive like when i walked in that shit was like dirt cheap with 815 stores many undesirable malls a bankruptcy filing gives forever 21 to leverage to enter either renegotiate rents which landlords are more than willing to do in this retail environment or reject leases and free itself of liability for unprofitable stores yeah they try to get people to stay in the malls and you know there's only certain malls in the country a lot of malls are dead and dying uh you know and a lot of these malls across the country can actually be repurposed for living purposes but nobody wants to think of that they just want to tear them down and put up expensive ass developments can't nobody afford well it even gets worse for forever 21 here uh-oh because ariana grandy that's right i'm still the only one saying it right she told us what her name was and i'm gonna call her that ariana grandy sues forever 21 for 10 million dollars over lookalike ad campaign girl you know they ain't got it that's they, petty they took an image i guess a lookalike ad uh <laughs> yeah because she was like i didn't do that she looked up and was like that ain't me 
superstar <laughs> and mariah carey's gonna sue her for a sound-alike ad oh snap meow cat's got a claws out today guys i'm sorry oh, lord i'm getting sassy over here all right yes you are too sassy i'm a little too spicy for the pepper over here if i have to say so myself mm. superstar ariana grande grandy has sued forever 21 for 10 million dollars accusing the fashion retailer of trademark infringement for using her name and fame to promote his products and a beauty company started by the daughters of his founders uh, according to reports forever 21 and grandy were discussing a joint marketing campaign back in february but forever 21 wasn't willing to dish out enough money to secure a celebrity the cele- a celebrity of miss grandy's stature the clothing store allegedly decided that the show must go on and launched a rip-off Ariana ad campaign without her. Yeah, I'd have sued them too. Mm-hmm. And a complaint filed in Los Angeles Federal Court on Monday. Grandy said Forever 21 and Riley Rose misappropriated her name, image, likeness, and music. She says the retail giant used, has used audio and lyrics from her recent number one hit single, Seven Rings, <gasps> in an attempt to convince customers that Grandy endorsed the company. You're goddamn right. You're getting smacked with a fucking lawsuit. You know what's so funny though is this is the behavior of people that know they shit about to go out of business. It's like fuck this bitch. Still her image. Who cares? Oh, oh, we're so scared. We're so scared. We'll give you a hundred percent of the money we don't have. Guess what we have, baby? Zero. You get all of it. You get all of it. Oh, see us in court. Get in line behind everybody else, like the people we owe rent and power bills to. Oh you got us <laughs> the, the singer also said i'll sue you on principle too because that's all you're gonna sue them on principle this is so ghetto what they did the singer also said forever 21 deceived customers by hiring a strikingly similar looking model at a website and social media campaign earlier this year the resemblance is uncanny they got a fake ass ariana Grande. and you some she wouldn't have cared but you used the fucking music oh my god according to Grandy's complaint uh forever 21 and riley rose published at least 30 unauthorized images of of videos misappropriating her name grandy has over 160 million instagram followers and over 65 million twitter followers and a core part of the star's fan base allegedly overlaps with forever 21's and riley rose's core target markets however in the meantime cnn reported that that they already plan to file for bankruptcy for the savagery of the white business Mm -mm. why don't white crime ain't no joke and i thought it was just motown contracts it was mm-hmm. getting artists done like that Mm-mm. my goodness Mm-mm-mm. uh you know got anything else i mean i got a lot of i got a lot of white people news i mean karen you really don't want to smoke when it comes do you want to smoke bruv bruv because it's more all right ed sheeran gives emotional goodbyes he announces 18 month break from music oh at the more than 200 if you have never listened to ed sharon's song in your life i have not i'm <laughs> I, i'm all in for the white people that's gonna miss some true true you know i call our mayonnaise brothers and sisters in arms mm-hmm, you know because he's, he's some people jam don't say we not allies okay at the more than 250 performances on the road ed sharon may be headed back to the castle on the hill on the final stop of his divide tour earlier this week the grammy winner began thinking out loud and announcing this break from music as you may or may not know i've been on the divide tour for over two years now damn this is the last day of the whole thing long ass tour told the crowd in ipswich england according to the sun there is something very bittersweet about it i love that you guys are here and we are ending it in ipswich he said 
this is my last gig for probably 18 months after all the non-stop can't take a toll we played all around the world glastonbury wimbledon stadium all these amazing venues america new zealand australia asia south america for 24 straight months yes you deserve 18 month break it's been a while when i was told before i came out that now at the end of this tour i played to nine million people around the world he continued is the biggest tour ever so wait let me find out this nigga the white man taylor swift this motherfucker got the biggest tour ever and y'all out here telling me he terrible see this what happens when i get my secondhand information from white he folks. can't be that bad i've never heard a song but <laughs> i mean nine million people paid for tickets to see this nigga he probably got some jams come on he's somebody bop i can't trust y'all man i'll be missing out on good white people music fucking with black people man mm-hmm because they just be lying and oh you listen to that white shit and then you listen to it you be like this shit kind of jamming mm-hmm. it's like that summer i took the time out to go listen to all the white songs and i found a whole bunch of bops mm-hmm. still fuck with them songs they got a lot of bops over there right i'll be walking around, you don't know you're beautiful uh, come on uh, uh. I'm like oh these white y'all lied to me i almost missed out on this come on that maroon five album will forever go down in history as my fave yep i bet we can find some good black covers of that come on i i i, I told you i want white people news to be black people cover white people songs bad bobby oh wait bad baby shows off her new tattoo and fans believe it's it's for young young boy never broke again who is that uh i don't know but he wants to be very explicit about his name he ain't never gonna be broke again apparently what kind of what kind of rap name is that young boy never broke again he's like i don't want to know leave nothing to imagination Mm-mm. uh well yeah um she said on social media that she did not get it for him this is my body these are my tattoos i do my own shit for my own reason she said but originally that's not what it's so crazy all i see on the internet people talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk first of all why why do white girls talk like that when (laughs) why do they do that like this is such a clownish cartoonish like this is it feels like the way i that blackface must have felt where you just like this is what white people think black people are first of all you know what i'm saying nah, i mean like what are you doing little white girl just talking your normal glass voice good baby. grief it's okay oh man you Some, will still be loved when she writes the book about her life when she goes back to whiteness at 25 after nobody fucks with her music it's gonna be a bunch of horrible shit in there y'all just be prepared because i'm assuming that her parent her mom not her parents her dad does give a fuck i remember he tried to get custody and save her and her mom was like no correct um but her mom and them can't be watching this girl 24 7 like you're supposed to Mm-mm, all types of abuse yeah these, and hanging out with these niggas who clearly do not give these a fuck grown ass men right some bad gonna happen but anyway here's a little message um about a tattoo she got talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about y'all don't know about these are my this is my body these are my tattoos i do my own for my own reasons Y'all do not know what goes on behind with me and him. Y'all don't know behind the scenes, so please. 
what do you do if your if you're a white person and your daughter just start did they just start talking like this one day out the blue just shock you you like the like they leave the this? house a white girl they just come back home that, that day like my name is bad baby okay and the worst part with her is that uh it was all calculated from her mom because her mom went on Dr. Phil and pretended to be like, oh, she won't listen to me, Dr. Mm. Phil. Mama, Mama was pimping that baby. Right, and she was just pimping her, like, we can get you on TV, go viral, right. and turn this into rap, and then, of course, niggas want to fuck with it, and my niggas, I mean black dudes, because no black women fuck with her, really. Mm. Maybe she got a couple in her video or her crew, but, I mean, black women don't listen to her. Mm-mm. And for the worst, and the worst part is, she's not a terrible rapper. Like, I've listened to her uh songs a couple times uh because it came up on my uh title playlist for uh my gym thought bops and i didn't even know it was her like i was just listening like who is this and i was like oh she can rap so like she's really doing all this shit and it's working out for her but uh yeah she's also hanging around grown-ass men getting tattoos of their name on her and then this low-key i know it's not the same don't be mad i know it's blasphemy but just understand i'm making a comparison reminds me of Aaliyah like this is the kind of shit that like Aaliyah was doing with R. Kelly and people would be like hey what's going on here and she'd be like y'all look too close right nothing to see here like what do you expect a a fucking underage girl who's like if she is literally fucking this dude getting tattoos on him and shit y'all expect them to come out in the public yes we're fucking guys correct I'm ready to go to jail now take me to jail please nah they'll just do this shit and then announce it later damn that's sad man nope. behind the scenes oh please stop telling me how he has a girlfriend i did not get this tattoo to be with him or because i'm with him like come on stop seriously stop the stop y'all sound crazy out your mind like ridiculous they're blanking out the cuss words um for the shade room but yeah man this is um this is uh this is what's going on with these white folks man where are the fathers where the daddies you know a lot of times i look up and i'm just like Mm-mm. she actually got a good daddy uh bad baby also made an instagram post praising young boy saying he has an amazing heart truly is a good person she also defended the tattoo my tattoo has our own personal belief behind it our own i shouldn't have to sit here and explain myself but i'm gonna no we are not together but the truth is we will always be a part of each other's lives no matter what anyone got to say jesus christ i hate to say it but uh she's they're probably fucking you know they are that's i don't i mean that's the other thing when you young you make lies like that like that's the kind of shit you do like you do something stupid like that and then be like i'm gonna just tell people it's not the truth and everybody's like well as a person has gotten a tattoo of another human being on them if they're not family you're probably fucking them because that's kind of how tattoos work like uh and he's 19 and she's still underage i don't know what age she is but i think she was like um i think she was like 13 or so when we she was quote unquote discovered so she gotta be like 15 or 16 now i guess um and of course he was released from jail last week after serving 90 days for parole violation he'll be on house arrest for the next 14 months and he will be ordered to wear an ankle monitor so she's keeping good company over there 
all right somebody say the white babies you know come on um all right uh i think that's it for the white people news today um got plenty more but we'll be here forever we've already done giving you guys a long show today mm-hmm. full of whiteness last thing police descending on village after man seen threatening people with samurai sword police descending on a wigan village wigan what is wigan mm-hmm. anybody know what wigan is uh you know i don't know i mean i know in the last article bad baby is a wigger but what is a wigan they say witches okay wigan village this afternoon after a man was seen threatening people with a knife and a samurai sword eyewitnesses reported seeing the man described as being in his late 20s smashing windows and making threats uh scott lane resident addy estwick uh witnessed the drama unfold close to the moorgate inn pub he said i was sat having a brew and i heard this almighty crash almighty you don't see that used in sentences too often heard an almighty crash this nigga harry potter uh (laughs) fucking narrator right that do sound like that's something that nigga would say i lo- i looked outside and this guy had a samurai sword with a 12 inch knife in his other hand and he smashed the window he was making decapitation gestures through the window saying he would slice someone's head off with his knife he went across the road and i was scream and was screaming all kinds of obscenities some guy got into the car to try and chase him down and he ran into the road and started whacking the top of their car he looked possessed he was like a rabbit dog it was terrifying a man has since been arrested on suspicion of possession of a bladed article he remains in custody for questioning several police vehicles have been seen on the street and residents say they remain in the area for some time afterwards police say the incident is not being treated as terror related although niggas was terrified spokesperson for greater manchester police said shortly before 12 30 p.m we were called to report of the same shit i just told y'all guys all right that's it ah <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening uh we may or may not be tomorrow back tomorrow just depends on how we feel balls deep sports should be thursday because uh i don't think i'm gonna go see that scamming movie with cardi b and j-lo in it and mm-hmm. lizzo and stuff mm-hmm. sorry guys it does not look good sorry to let you down it looks like player club 2019 and uh i don't know maybe if i hear some things about how uh how good the um it, like if i find out cardi and lizzo got big long like long parts or something maybe i'll see it but, but i think that it looks like they window limited. dressing and they just gonna be like some other women in the club and it's really about um j-lo and uh, i forget the asian actress's mm-hmm. name but i think it's about them two being scammers so i don't know and also i feel like we covered that story on twitter on the uh, show before and the woman was black so <laughs> So, anyway, all right, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later in the week. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.